0: Michigan Business Bean on Michigan Business Network. Jeffrey Mosier sitting in for Chris Holman. And today I'm reaching out to the Lansing vicinity to Luann Dunsford, Chief Executive Officer of Michigan Works Association. And they serve statewide here in Michigan. And uh, well, we're actually going to take it nationwide as there are webinars. So welcome back, Luann, and uh, we'll go from there. Here. Thanks for having me. Certainly. I had some ideas on my mind, and I was wondering first how will the workforce look different in a post COVID economy?
1: That is the question on everybody's mind, and I don't think we really know that yet. There is a lot of uncertainty, and that can feel uncomfortable, but there is one thing that is certain, and there is going to be a big need for reskilling, retraining, upskilling of workers. Some workers may not have a job to go back to because of the economic crisis. We're seeing some small businesses, unfortunately, go out of business. Others are finding a way to change their operations to meet the current needs of the economy. And so that dynamic situation is creating a space for people to move around from different sectors. And we just know that training and upskilling is going to be a big part of that. You know, prior to the COVID crisis developing, there was a need. To refresh the skills of American workers. It was already a priority for business, for public policy leaders, and now we know it's going to be that much more of a priority.
0: Well, with that in mind, how is the Michigan Works System uniquely qualified to assist the job seekers and employers post COVID? Well, I always tell people that whether it's a
1: good economy or a bad economy, the good news is that Michigan Works is right there in your community. Their leaders work with all the leaders in their particular community. They're a hub of vision and strategy, trying to determine how best to meet the needs of their employers. They start with a demand-driven focus, meaning what is needed in their community, and then they can take a look at their talent pool and be creative and innovative and move people through. Not that they're you know, serving employers only. It's just that if you know where you're going, you can get there faster. And so starting with the employers and their needs and identifying the skills gap is so critically important. this isn't our first rodeo unfortunately or fortunately depending on how you look at it fortunately we have experience in 2008 9 and 10 while the crisis was different there certainly were lessons that were learned and again it comes back to training 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 upskilling and investing and we are working very hard to make sure that those workforce investment dollars are there so that we can make sure that michigan citizens have their very best opportunity to thrive when this is all over, and certainly even now.
0: Indeed. I heard about a term, I don't know if it applies to what you were just explaining, it was called the No Worker Left Behind?
1: Yes. The No Worker Left Behind program, that was under Governor Granholm and Representative Andy Levin, who was working at the state at that time. And even though that program doesn't exist anymore in name, what that did that was so important is really shift the thinking of how you approach credentialing and training and certainly longer term. Training, You know, prior to that moment in Michigan's history, there was a real emphasis on just short-term certification and get people moving. And now with that shift in thinking, we can see that it is not just short-term and it's not just one time. It's lifelong learning and it's an investment in a longer education process to make sure that people have the opportunity to thrive throughout their careers. And so for that, that no worker left behind can really be attributed to that shift in thinking in Michigan.
0: Well, great. Thank you for that context, Luann. So what do you think will be the most important thing to focus on with regard to the job seekers and employers post-COVID?
1: Well, one thing that we are seeing is that some of the most vulnerable workers out there are being impacted the most. So we're seeing a need that we have to refocus on basic education and employability skills so that people can find some gainful employment. And we want to get them to navigate to higher demand careers in IT, healthcare, and we need to look at some reforms in our social systems and in our education systems. So it isn't just one solution, it's a multi-pronged approach that everyone has the opportunity to go to those high-demand jobs. You know, in 2017, only 45% of Michigan workers had a post-secondary certificate or degree, and we knew that prior to the COVID crisis, There was a prediction that well over half a million professional trade jobs would be created through 2026. Growing industries like information technology, healthcare, manufacturing, construction, and automotive, we know that there are going to be jobs that are out there, and we just have to make sure that the workers that are available, that talent pipeline, have access to the skills training that they need. To be able to fill those positions for our employers so that they can
0: have a life-sustaining career to support their families. indeed, and with that in mind, what is the Michigan Works Association doing to prepare for the post-COVID economy?
1: Well, the Michigan Work system right now has never been more active than at any other time. So even though our Michigan works organizations their doors may have shut, During this crisis, to keep everyone safe, they deployed, they're working remotely, they are changing the way that they do their work, a lot of use of technology to make sure that people have access. And as we continue to roll out of this COVID crisis, they're going to be relying on labor market information and the information and the close relationships that they have with their employers. To make sure when the job seekers come in the door that they are ready to point them in the right direction and work with them to get them employed back on their feet and thriving.
0: And I understand it also ties in with uh, technology being leveraged with webinars, a-, a power of three. Do I understand that right?
1: Yeah. So what's interesting is Michigan's workforce system, Michigan Works, is just in Michigan, but it's part of a larger national workforce system. So the Michigan Works Association has partnered with the New York Association and the California Association to come together and put information out to the nation. Not every state has a strong state workforce association. So we want to make sure that we're taking the lessons learned and the great practices learned and the information that we have in our state to share them with everyone everybody to thrive.
0: Indeed. Now, are those people in the New York system the same ones that would have joined Michigan and Germany last November?
1: Great question. Yes. Another partnership. We, you know, collaboration, cooperation, coordination, those are keys to success. And we will be looking at trying to get some more of that information and lessons learned in our upcoming annual conference in September, we had to switch that over to virtual. So we're looking at, well, if that's the case, how can we leverage that and how easy to bring people in from other states and perhaps even from other countries to join and share information on, on that topic. So yes, some New York professionals and Michigan professionals did travel to Germany last year to take a look at the apprenticeship model and how can we take those elements and use them here in the United States to move. Our folks,
0: through great now, I was familiar with a June 8th webinar that took place, and I, I hear that a second one is planned for July 30th. Anything you care to share about uh, July 30th's upcoming webinar?
1: Yeah, we're really excited about this one because we are creating a space where there's going to be great practices shared, and there is nothing more important than when you can get boots on the ground talking to boots on the ground, right? Right. So they know yeah. they know what's happening and when you can share those great practices, some of those great practices just can't be captured in a manual. So that will be something we are looking forward to and it's a business focus. We're really looking at business services and not every state has an evolved business services team like we do here in Michigan and, and some of our other states. We want to make sure that we are getting that information out to help elevate the nation's workforce system as a response so that, you know, the more we can have prosperity with our neighbors, the more we're going to have it here in Michigan.
0: All right. So what is that uh, website that we should be looking at or the, the landing page specifically for those that are interested in this set?
1: Thank you. You can the michigan works association website which is michiganworks.org backslash training will get you right there so michiganworks.org backslash training
0: indeed well luann thank you so much for spending some time with the michigan business beat today
1: i really appreciate it you know business is so important to the health of our economy and when you start there you're going to make sure that you're going in the right direction
0: Wonderful. Once again, we've been speaking with Luann Dunsford, Chief Executive Officer, Michigan Works Association, based out of Lansing, but serving statewide. And we've been discussing the post-COVID economy and some national webinars. We'll be back with more on the Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network.